everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I want to welcome you to the show today. And I am absolutely thrilled to be having this conversation with Roger Hawks because, you know, it's kind of interesting. I get to spend my birthday in a number of different ways. And you can only imagine how many emails that I get about looking at certain tarot readings and giving a free this and a free that. And then in my tarot deck this morning, I picked the justice card. And that's a card that shows up for me a lot. As a matter of fact, everybody that knows me thought that I would actually go into law, but I actually didn't have the guts to do that. Roger Hawks has the guts to do it and is doing it in a way that sets him apart. He is practicing law with compassion. He understands what it means to bring equality to the people in the state of Washington and beyond and is joining us here today because we've got a very important conversation to have and that conversation is about domestic relations law including the domestic partnership act roger hawks you are incredible thank you for joining us today well thank you pat and if you ever want to bridge the divide and come over to law i'll have a place for you okay well let me know (laughs) i'll tell you it is something that stays on my mind a lot and that may be something that i actually do look into but i have to tell you working with you would be an honor let's talk about the domestics relation law including the domestics uh, partnership act and you know many people look at the state of washington and they look at us especially my friends on the east coast and they say a lot of very interesting things But the one thing they say, especially my friends from New Jersey, say, you know, we thought you folks were pretty progressive, but you know, New Jersey's got you beat. Well, that might be true in some ways, but Washington took a great step forward last spring when when we adopted the or the legislature and the governor adopted the domestic partnership bill. There's, uh, as you know, there's a lot of fear in our culture that results in many things. One of the things that it results in is a lot of discrimination against folks who are different from the norm, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's uh, skin color or accent or language or sexual preference or dressing, whatever. I mean, there's a whole lot of folks out there that just simply uh, don't like people who are different from the norm, and they'll do things that result in negative influences for those folks. And what, what has happened with our legislature last spring is the uh, folks who are alternate sexuality and folks who support them in their quest for equality uh, combined with a bunch of regular folks, heterosexual couples who could not marry because they'd be penalized financially. Mm-hmm. And the result was a domestic partnership bill that provides to many of the folks who have same-sex relationships uh, or heterosexual relationships Mm-hmm. seniors who can't marry because they would be penalized financially by Social Security or by some kind of pension thing. Right. So they combined, those two sort of unlikely uh, marriage partners combined in the legislature to get this bill passed. And the, the bill provides a, a pretty good uh, starting point. It doesn't provide total equality in terms of marriage of same-sex folks, but it provides a pretty good starting point and, and provides lots of rights Uh, to each other that did not previously exist. And I want to say that, you know, my response to the folks in Jersey kind of, you know, poking me in the side was that, you know, I'm very proud 
to be part of uh, the state of Washington and what's going on here because we are in the forefront in many, many ways. And what you're talking about, I believe, is one of those ways that, you know, the governor did uh, look at what was going on. And really, the voice of the people is being heard. Do you think we're being heard uh, loudly and clearly enough, Roger? Uh, not quite enough. The legislature, the politicians are getting pretty adept at listening to folks who are on the fringes of what's called normal society and, mm-hmm. and outside of them. They're getting fairly good at that, uh, but not totally. Like just for example, this bill, the Domestic Partnership Bill, provides lots of rights, but does not provide anything like the uh, property protection that married folks have. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, in Washington, there's a community property and separate property, and there's a lot of myths about what that means. Generally, you need to talk to a lawyer to figure it out, but there is no such thing as community property for same-sex couples Mm -hmm. or for the other folks who are registering their partnership. The heterosexual couple's over 62 or one of them is over 62. Mm -hmm. They they register and get the same kind of rights that the same-sex couples do under this bill. But the bill does not do anything at all about property rights. Mm-hmm. It has several kind of holes in it, too. And the importance of that is that for married couples, the property that they acquire, that is legally married couples, that are recognized by the state, uh, the property that they acquire during marriage is presumed to be community property. And that can be overcome by showing evidence that it really wasn't community property, it was a gift or inherited or came from a separate property source or something like that. But but at least the property rights start out with a presumption that for married folks, anything they get during their marriage is considered community property, and then each partner has an equal right to that community property. So on death or dissolution of their marriage, there's certain economic benefits to having the property considered, having most property considered community property as distinct from separate. But this particular bill, the Domestic Partnership Bill, did not address the definition of property. So there is no community property possible for folks who are not legally married. And it doesn't actually address any kind of presumption like presuming property acquired during the relationship to be joint property or anything like that. So the legislature sort of punted and left it to the courts to figure out uh, what the people's rights are when they are in this kind of relationship and acquire property during the relationship. I foresee that the legislature will eventually address that. But as I said earlier, this is a good first step, gives a bunch of rights uh, to folks who otherwise didn't have them. Mm -hmm. And there are numerous holes to fill. And the courts will fill those holes eventually, but court process takes years. Hopefully the legislature will deal with this, Mm -hmm. this sort of genre of law every year for the next two or three years and clearly define uh, what is equitable and fair and what should be happening. What was, Roger, in your opinion, what was the number one reason that they just didn't kind of close the loop, so to speak? I mean, it's almost like, I don't know, I'm, I'm such a lay person here, but it's almost like you have to go out of your way not to include that in the law. You know what I mean? It's like you have to actually take an extra effort to pull something out in something that seems very natural. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Well, I, I think the subject of community property and separate property law is so foreign to most of the legislature's 
folks that they just couldn't deal with it. It takes more education for them to figure out and write bills that would make equal or somewhat equal the property rights between married folks and domestic partnership folks. It's really not a simple subject. I sort of alluded to that earlier. The, there's a statute, a very simple statute in Washington that was adopted 140 years ago, and it also exists only in eight other states, I think, out of the 50. That's a community property law, and, it, and that law basically says what I said before. Mm -hmm. All property is community property, and you can deal with it in certain ways. Or all property acquired during the marriage is presumed to be community property, and you can deal with it in certain ways, and the law makes assumptions for you if you don't deal with it specifically by agreement or whatever. But it's just a very complex subject, and I think the people who were proposing the Domestic Partnership Act really wanted uh, primarily to be fair to same-sex partners or uh, older folks who couldn't marry because of financial implication. They wanted to be fair to, to them and qualify them for the kind of public benefit or private benefit through employment mm -hmm. that is available to folks who, you know, normal heterosexual married kind of folks. So I think that was a primary thrust of the bill, but there was a, a bunch of other stuff like uh, rights uh, regarding each other's health care, uh, rights right. re regarding uh, each other's burial, uh, etc. And there are many other kinds of rights that are important to the individuals, but actually I don't really have much to do with property. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a conversation. We're going to continue this with Roger. We're going to take a short break right now. We are here with Roger Hawks. We're talking about Domestic Partnership Act, uh, domestic relationships, and why this is important, and how can we get educated about this. For those of you out there, if you've got questions and you want to bring them to the table, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'll take your comments. We'll take your questions. Roger Hawks is the individual to answer them. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. The first of December and winter is here. So many reminders that Christmas is near. Have you ever wondered how humans lived for thousands of years with just the power of nature to keep them healthy? Can we live a healthy, long life without dependence on drugs? Dr. Rashmi Pace, naturopathic physician and Ayurvedic clinician, can help you have optimal health and ageless vitality using the science of naturopathic medicine plus the wisdom of the ancient healing arts. Call Dr. Pace at 425-778-8050 or visit lotusnaturalhealthclinic.com Celebrate Christmas with the Center for Spiritual Living at two special holiday worship events. Sunday, December 23rd at 5 p.m. is the Multicultural Holiday Family Service with Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis, plus the Children's Angel Choir at the Center for Spiritual Living's campus. Christmas Eve, come downtown to Benaroya Hall for a citywide adult Christmas service with Reverend Kathy Ann and the 100 Voice Choir of Light from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Go to spiritualliving.org. Christmas with the Center for Spiritual Living, where all all faiths are welcome. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Carrie O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Carrie can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. Mondays at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. 
Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Can't seem to attract your dreams? Maybe you attract your dreams, but you can't hold on to them. Maybe you're attracting the wrong people into your life. Join Wise Divas with Teresa Proctor every Monday at 11 a.m. as she reveals the tools and skills needed to live your wildest dreams. If you're serious about making changes in your life, then tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific for Wise Divas with Teresa Proctor. Live your wildest dreams right here on the Dr. Pat Show. What's ahead for you or your business in 2008? Get your custom roadmap for next year from internationally known astrologer Madeline Gerwick. Find out how to best focus your time and energy for the challenges and opportunities ahead. Call Madeline Gerwick at Polaris Business Guides for a personal or business consultation. Also ask about good timing for important events. Call toll-free 877-524-8300. That's 877-524-8300. Want to hear something different from talk radio? The choice is clear. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Come on, sing it, Benny. I don't know the words. I just got the CD. indeed welcome back welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by olivia newton john uh serenading us today roger hawks in the house talking with us about domestic partnerships and much more and we're thrilled he's here because even though we are truly blessed in the state of washington for those of you that are in the state and many of you especially that may be listening from other states if you don't understand what your law is please find out uh at the top of the show roger i was jokingly talking about uh new jersey but even then you really need to find out what's going on in your own state because with these laws roger it doesn't mean that all of the I's are are dotted and the T's are crossed. Isn't it important that regardless of what you think is happening in your state, it's important to just sit down with an attorney and map it out? I mean, this is a one-shot deal. It doesn't take much. It, It doesn't take a lot. And there are lots and lots of lawyers around Washington State who do domestic relations law and do estate planning and do powers of attorney and all those kind of things that folks should attend to before the crisis comes. What the, the domestic partnership bill does is extend some right to some people, but it does not, as I said earlier, doesn't actually deal with the property rights that uh, are really critical when somebody dies or when a couple is divorcing or dissolving their union. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people really need to know that this law is important to them. It does extend some rights. So the hospital example is, I think, is very uh, apropos. Um, I can just imagine a situation where a same-sex couple has been together for 30 years, raised a family together, one of them is dying, and they haven't executed the appropriate powers of attorney, so the hospital folks won't even deal with them. No. Sometimes won't even let them in the room. 
No. And Actu- that just seems incredibly cruel to me. Mm-hmm. But but in actuality, that's what the law required because and, of privacy, et cetera. And, and it even gets more complicated, Roger, when we think about this. I mean, you know, we have one idea of the hospitals, and I shared with you during the break that we are very blessed in the state of Washington, but there are other states where uh, it doesn't matter what you tell them. There is the family that can come in in certain circumstances, and anyone that's not considered family cannot go in. And more importantly, if the family objects to your presence, it, it becomes even more heartbreaking. And believe me, this goes on. So I think what we're doing, Roger, is first of all, we're saying, wait a minute, this is really important. And there are situations where this kind of heartbreak happens, and it happens on a more regular basis than people even know. Yes, well, I'm not aware of any state that would not recognize a properly executed power of attorney right. to a same-sex partner. I think that would be unconstitutional, but I am aware that there are many specific locales that are terribly homophobic and would use every artifice they could to deny rights to Mm -hmm. a same-sex couple. So that probably happens as a practical matter, but as a legal matter, I think it would be unconstitutional to not allow an individual to designate somebody else to make their decisions and commune with them during death process, etc., so I hope that doesn't happen very much, but I'm sure that it does actually happen, and it's ter- terribly painful to folks mm-hmm. who have not uh, done what they could, at least, to ensure that the right person is with them during their illness and, mm-hmm. and during their death process. Well, Roger, when it's time to sit down, I mean, there are some people that don't have uh, power of attorney uh, documents filled out. I mean, that's why we're doing the show today, to you know make a really significant point to people that this is a time to uh, really think about uh, your relationships, who you're with, and the action that you may uh, need to take. And to sit down and actually go over this with someone that knows is probably uh, the best time spent on an issue that, that really uh, doesn't have to be an issue. Well, the, the passage of the bill, I think, is a double-edged sword in that many people probably will just take a cursory look, cursory look and think that their rights are now taken care of and that they're semi-married rights, et cetera. Uh, if, if they don't look at it carefully and talk to somebody who knows, then they might make the mistake of thinking they don't need to do anything more. I think they need to do something more, and even with married couples, that you know, they sometimes need to adopt specific powers of attorney or specific estate plans that mm-hmm. and actually most of the time they need to adopt this specific estate plan to make sure their wishes are observed but uh, anyway so it's a double-edged sword it does grant some really important rights in terms of hospital visits and and some wrongful death uh, damages kind of stuff and inheritance rights that would not otherwise exist but it doesn't go all the way so my advocacy is that all mature couples who have any kind of property or a serious relationship with another person should at least consult with some experienced lawyer for Mm -hmm. a half hour to see what else they might want to do. How complicated does it get now when children are involved? Uh, I think it gets a lot more complicated. Um, I've raised lots of kids and I love them. (laughs) But (laughs) but there's there's lots of economic implications of having children together or raising children together. Mm -hmm. So I think it's even more important for people who have kids in common or who are assisting their partner in raising a kid, I think it's very important for them to consult with a lawyer and see what rights the kids 
have or don't have and make appropriate provision. As we are fortunate in this country that pretty much any contract that competent adults entered into will be enforced by the courts mm -hmm. so that you could, for example, just if you could write well enough, just write your own contract about what rights the kids would have, what rights each of you would have in the event of certain occurrences, you know, divorce or separation or incapacity. You could write all of those things down, and the court would pretty much enforce it. Uh, but a lot of people don't do that, and if they try to do it themselves, generally speaking, they won't write it clearly enough that the court clearly knows what is intended. So... I advocate seeing a lawyer. A lot of lawyers can just consult with you for a very minimal fee and just tell you what maybe you should think about doing and what the costs would be and what the benefits would be, and then you could decide. But inaction is not the right way to go because there's too much possibility for error. There's too much possibility for unnecessary pain uh, when people separate or when somebody dies and their expectations of the survivor are simply not met because they didn't deal with it in a legal way. Well, you know, Roger, that's why I think it's so important for for you to uh, to be on the air with us talking about what we might need to know, what people can do, because it is all too painful to get down the road and not have this well thought out. I'm, I mean, I know too many people that have not even thought about what needs to happen. And I know you work with countless people to help them sit down and figure it out and to make the right decisions. And it's a matter of simply putting paperwork together. I mean, for me, I encourage so many people that are listening to the show to think about if you have done this. And if not, you might want to give Roger a call. Let's give out your phone number, Roger, so folks know how to contact you because you do this work with people. And this is important for them to know that there's someone like you that is not only compassionate, but is passionate about equality. So let's give out your office number. Oh, thank you, Pat. And yes, we do try to be compassionate and empathetic and and there are several of us in the firm that do this kind of work. Our phone number is 206-367-5000. That's Hawks Law Firm. Our website actually is Hawks Law Center rather than Hawks Law Firm. Okay. Because there's a, an accountant down in Jamaica. There's <laughs> actually a partnership. One of them named Hawks, the other one named Law. Uh-huh. And they grabbed onto Hawks Law Firm about 10 years ago. So, <laughs> so I can't take HawksLawFirm.com. But Hawks Law Center is the website. It's uh, right now being repaired. We're trying to make it more beautiful for everybody. Let's give but, that phone number again, though, because I want folks to be able to write that down uh, and make sure that uh, we're able to connect folks that are thinking about this and get this taken care of. Thanks, Pat. It's 206-367-5000. Well, thank you. Hey, Roger, thank you. I know you're calling us from an airport. I want to wish you and uh, your family a fabulous, fabulous holiday season. And thank you so much for taking the time for and educating and informing all of us about things that we can do to make sure that our lives are thriving. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Pat. I always enjoy it. We'll talk again. We'll talk again. Thank you all for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to kind of end this show with more of Olivia Newton-John. And hang out there. We'll be right back in a moment. And 
Oh, oh, we'll have to start the next show with Olivia right there. Uh, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. For more information about us and what we do, www.thedrpatshow.com. T-H-E-D-R-patshow.com. We'll be right back.